what's different about coaching than teaching is that coaching is centered around the student or the learner, whereas teaching tends to be more, like I mentioned before, top down and focused on you filling up the vessel. Coaching helps people uncover what they already know and really empowers them to use that information to take the next step forward. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews, where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Scale Your Course. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the different roles that we need to take when we are running a course or group program. When you are creating a course or program, you're often considered a teacher, right? But many of you also wear the hat of coach. And I'd also like to suggest that there are some other different roles that you need to ebb and flow out of when you are leading people through some type of learning journey. So today we're going to talk about what those different roles are and how they differ from one another and essentially really just help raise your awareness to this idea of how intentional one needs to be to really make sure that they're taking on the right role at the right time inside the course or program in order for people to be getting the best results. So I'm going to start with the first one, which is really obvious. It's the teacher role. And I would also like to suggest that this is also could be considered a lecture type role. This is the sage on the stage. This is when someone is imparting their knowledge and experience. It's often a one-way opportunity for people to exchange information. It's very top-down. And it's really where the teacher is in charge of the knowledge. The knowledge that they hold is being imparted on other people. It's really focused around you being the expert and the student being the person who is taking in all of the information. The second one that you're probably most familiar with is going to be the coach role. Now, what's different about coaching than teaching is that coaching is centered around the student or the learner, whereas teaching tends to be more, like I mentioned before, top down and focused on you filling up the vessel. Coaching helps people uncover what they already know and really empowers them to use that information to take the next step forward. Now we know what great coaching strategies are. You probably are already using them a lot in your business, in your one-on-one sessions, but there's still a place for coaching inside of your course or group program. And I'd like to suggest that coaching is more than just offering a Q&A session. It's what happens when the questions are asked in that Q&A session that really determines whether you're actually coaching or whether you're simply still teaching 
or maybe consulting at that time. The third role I want to talk about is the facilitator role. This is one of my favorite roles to take on when I'm helping support other people through some type of a learning journey. The facilitator's goal is to really help people find the answers by providing resources and sparking curiosity in other people. They often encourage problem solving and they'll offer support in the experience, but they're not driving the experience. A really good facilitator is good at scaffolding the experience as well, knowing where people are, knowing where people are trying to get to, and really helping them bridge the gap between those two places. They're really there to simplify or ease the process and can really complement the teacher role when that hat is intentionally worn. The next one I'm going to talk about is the guide on the side. Now I chose the order of these really intentionally, but the guide on the side is really someone who's more or less just watching and observing. They have often a little bit more knowledge than the people who are doing the learning. They're generally encouraged to be really good active listeners and to ask open-ended questions when approached. It's really important that the guide on the side simply is there to follow the lead of the student. They don't really necessarily have a real clear outcome in mind, but they're there to support and guide as needed. So, so far, we've talked about the teacher, the coach, the facilitator. Now, I'm going to talk about two more. The first being mentor. Now, the mentor is an advisor. This is a role where to be a mentor, you have to have enough knowledge to put you a little bit further ahead in the journey of understanding than your learner. You've often walked the steps before and you have good working knowledge of a given subject or task. And the mentor relationship is often ongoing, so it might actually extend outside of the learning container and can often offer opportunities for ongoing relationships in and around the area of expertise that you have sought mentorship in. The final one, and I really think that this is one that's going to surprise you, some of you maybe, maybe not all of you, is the co-learner role. Now, what does it mean to be a co-learner? I actually learned a lot more about co-learning as an early childhood educator. We are co-learners with the children in our programs. Now, co-learning really just means that you're open-minded to the experience that's happening and unfolding in front of you. You approach things with a very playful and curious outlook or disposition. And it's a very reciprocal type relationship. So you're not, it's not where one person is taking on the role of expert. It's where both bring their own expertise to the table in a way that complements one another, in a way that there's like this open dialogue where there's this mutual exchange of expertise and this really just enhances the learning experiences not just for the student but also for the 
teacher, and I say the teacher in air quotes because like I said, right now we're talking about the co-learner, but anytime you are leading a group through some type of learning experience, it's natural that you would be viewed as the teacher initially. So there you have it. There are the six different roles that I see many course creators and program creators needing to take on. And I'd love to hear your feedback about this. I'd love to engage in a dialogue with people. Which role do you feel that you spend the most time in? How do you decide when you switch hats? And how do you know if what you're doing is actually the most effective way to approach the experience for everyone involved. So just to recap, when you're leading a course or online program, you're going to take on many different roles. You're going to be the teacher primarily, the coach, the facilitator, guide on the side, the mentor, and last but not least, a co-learner. Hopefully they gave you some food for thought for today. I look forward to hearing some of your comments. Feel free to send me an email, hit me up in Instagram DM, and please share this episode with a friend. Get that conversation going and think about the role that you're primarily taking on when you're leading people through your course or online program. With so many benefits to creating a course, it's not a surprise to me that many coaches and consultants have transitioned to offering courses in their business. If this is something that you are planning to do in the next three to six months, consider joining me in Course Design School. Doors are open now. Enrollment closes on September 20th for this eight-week program where I walk you through my step-by-step framework to creating a course and getting it ready to put out there into the world the right way. Check the show notes for the link. Have a great day.